Growing a video business can be hard, and I reckon one of the things that makes the game of business even harder is when you're going it alone. This is why I set up the Strategy Board Mastermind program, and I want to invite you to join us. The Strategy Board is a high-impact, collaborative 12-month paid group program specifically for the owners of established video strategy and production businesses who desire further skills, tools, inspiration, and guidance to achieve their goals. It's delivered in a controlled and facilitated discussion around growth and expansion of each business across the duration of the program. The Strategy Board is designed specifically for video strategists or video business owners who are actually in business and doing it and want to just do it better. The program consists of quarterly virtual board meetings, as well as monthly mastermind sessions. And alongside the other members of your board, you get direct coaching and support from me as together we hit targets and grow your video business into the business that you know it can be. To learn more and apply, go to engagevideomarketing.com board. Fill out the short form there and if suitable, I'll invite you to jump on a call directly with me to see how the strategy board could be the right fit for your business this year. That link again is engagevideomarketing.com board. What do 344 business content marketers think about using the power of video as we move into 2023? Well, let's find out. The world of video marketing for business is changing and I don't want you to get left behind. G'day, I'm your host, Ben Amos, and welcome to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you the best in the world of video marketing, content creation, business growth strategy, and storytelling along with practical tips, insight, and knowledge that you need to grow as a confident video strategist and build profitable businesses. Let's get on with the show. G'day and welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. This is episode 259. And in this episode, I'm actually going to be breaking down for you the insights in a recent report that was released by Content Marketing Institute in association with the guys at Vidyard. The report's called the 2022 Content Marketing Video and Visual Storytelling Survey. And if you haven't yet got a copy of the report free to download from the Content Marketing Institute, then be sure to grab the link at engagevideomarketing.com slash 259. That's the show notes for this episode and you'll be able to get a full copy of the report. Now, if you're listening to this podcast in audio format, then keep listening uh, because I will be breaking down the report for you very, very soon. But obviously there is a lot of visuals to this report as well. So if you can download that report and follow along in the PDF version, that's one way to do it. Or the other way is to go and head over to the Engage Video Marketing YouTube channel and watch the video version of this podcast as well. You can go to engagevideomarketing.com slash YouTube and that's an easy way to get there. So in this episode, my goal is to actually break down the key findings in the report, uh, but also to provide some additional value to you and some context. And what I believe is is in really interesting about this report and the information in the report uh, for us as video strategists as we move into 2023. And the good news is, guys, there is a lot of insight in this data that sets us up for success as video strategists. So we're in the right place for sure. 
Before we get into the insights, I want to clarify for you who filled out the survey that was sent out by Content Marketing Institute. And it was a widespread of businesses, over 344 respondents to the survey. And the survey was sent out by Content Marketing Institute in between August and September in 2022. So the data is relevant for that and that final quarter of 2022. Now, as you can see on the page here, uh, this is page 23 of the report, the, there was 46% of the organisations surveyed were what they would call B2B organisations. So it's got a bit of a skew towards B2B organisations. And there was kind of a spread between micro businesses from one to nine employees up to large 1,000 plus employee companies. So the respondents are pretty evenly spread around that those different scale of businesses. 82% of the respondents within North America, so it's pretty heavily skewed towards North American audiences. And the industries were very widely based, um, based around technology, agencies, healthcare, manufacturing, professional services. So across the full gamut of organisations there as well, as you can see there in the industry classifications section. So let's get started with the overview provided by Vidyard as to the purpose behind this report and where does video fit within the marketing mix of businesses here at the end of 2022 and into 2023. And um, I've highlighted here on the screen, if you're watching on the video version of this, that they've said that as with the 2021 version of the report, most content marketers agree that video remains vital to their organisations, but many still do not realise the full benefits of adding video to their content marketing strategy. And they go on to say that more organisations are upping the video production budgets and bringing production in-house. So the real opportunity here is to hire or train video content creators over video producers. Now, this is really interesting to me as a video producer myself, because it's definitely the trend that we've seen happening across the industry for a number of years as the cost or the investment required in, in getting video content production equipment into organisations has basically disappeared. In fact, many organisations now are very equipped to be able to produce content in-house. But what's really lacking here, I believe, is the training and the strategic advice behind that. And that comes out in this report as well. So I'm really excited to share more about this. So let's jump now to page five of the report. And on this page, the question was, in the last year, has video become either more important to their business or about the same in importance? And the respondents uh, answered here that 73% of businesses believe that video has become more important to their business over the last year. And what this really means is that if your organisation isn't investing in video, that your competitors probably are. Because it really is no longer a question of whether or not you should be doing business in your video. It's a question of how much video are you doing and how are you utilising video within your business. Let's go on to page six now. And the question here was, what types of videos are organisations using? And you can see there was quite a spread of respondents, but the majority of businesses, over 78%, answered social media videos. Now, obviously, that's a fairly generic kind of catch-all term, but and when we combine that social media videos with the second highest response, which was how-to videos or explainer videos, we can see that businesses are using video as a content marketing tool. Okay, less for advertising and more so as, as adding value to their organization's uh, target audience rather than just trying to uh, invoke some kind of direct response. And we can see that that's the way the video has been shifting across, across the wide range of using video over the number of years as video has basically become 
everywhere on social media platforms. So really no surprises there. Let's go on to the third question here, which is um, what video types produced the best content marketing results in the last 12 months? And here marketers said social media videos are the video type that produce the best content marketing results with 41% uh, focused on that. But I want to highlight here that the question was somewhat skewed in the fact that they they specifically mentioned what video types produce the best content marketing results. So if you're focused on content marketing as the primary goal for, for the videos in your business, then clearly you're going to be saying that social media videos or explainer videos, those kinds of content marketing focused videos are going to be most effective achieving the goal of content marketing, right? So a bit of a content marketing skew uh, in this report, which is to be expected based on the fact that it was put together by the Content Marketing Institute, but still great results there. The next question goes on to uh, say, how are organisations actually producing videos for content marketing? And 69% of organisations surveyed said that they are mostly producing content in-house. Okay, now again, that's the trend that I'm seeing across organizations around the world is that many uh, companies are seeing the value in bringing content marketing video production in-house. In fact, only 24% of those surveyed said that they were mostly outsourcing their production. So here's where I see the real opportunity for us as video strategists, for us who listen to this podcast or, or watching this video. As video strategists, I think there's a real opportunity to position yourself as a video strategy consultant or trainer or someone who can go into an organization who is producing content in-house and help them develop better strategies behind the content that they're producing. Because I guarantee you, for many of these organizations, they're not thinking strategically about their videos. In fact, some information that comes out further in this report that we'll get into shortly is making that very clear as well. So there's absolutely a huge opportunity here for us to be coming alongside these companies that are bringing content production in-house. So that is exciting. So let's go on to page nine of the report here, where the question asked was, does your team have the right video production equipment or editing tools to do their job effectively? And 55% of respondents answered that yes, they do have the tools that they need to do their job effectively in-house. Because that's not surprising, it's not expensive anymore. Companies don't need to invest very heavily in uh, loads of equipment in order to produce high quality content in-house. In fact, much can be achieved just with smartphones or DSLRs, webcams and the like. We know that, right? So it's no longer about the gear. The gear is not what's holding people back. In fact, what is holding people back, I believe, is just not knowing what they need to do with their videos in order to get a return on investment for their video spend. The next question, page 10 now, we're going into what social platforms do content marketers create and post videos? And YouTube is the overwhelming majority here with 86%, but also 76% are using LinkedIn. And this is, I guarantee you, a rising number from the previous 2021 report. More and more people are investing in video content for LinkedIn. Facebook is, I believe, a declining number at 70%. So LinkedIn is higher, more highly used uh, as a social media platform for video than Facebook now, but also see the rise of TikTok. So TikTok is coming in at 19% of businesses, uh, content marketers using TikTok for video marketing as well. So at 19%, I am predicting that you're going to see that, uh, that channel grow as we move into 2023 and then into 2024. So watch that one as we go.
Moving along about video length, the age-old question of what video length is most successful for content marketers. And over 76% or around 76% of respondents said that videos less than uh, three minutes. So basically from less than 60 seconds up to three minutes in duration, 76% have said that that's the most successful. So does that mean that long form content is dead? Well, no, it doesn't. It means that depending on the goal for the video and the platform that you're distributing that content on, there is still a role for longer videos. But for most content marketing based videos used on social media platforms, you really want to be hitting between that 60 second and three minutes sweet spot, I believe. And in certain platforms, aiming for that under 60 seconds as well. So probably no surprises there for us video marketers who have been uh, doing this for a while. But let's go into the next question. And this is, I think, some really interesting stuff that's come out on page 12 of the report, which is what percentage of videos created are created for the different stages of the buyer's journey? Now, you know, when we're looking at video strategy that we're understanding there are different types of videos that are used for different stages of the buyer's journey. And 46% of videos um, in answered by the respondents here are being used in the brand awareness stage designed to for getting to know the organization. So nearly the, the nearly half of videos are used in the brand awareness stage. And then the consideration stage is another 23%. So what's that 69% in total between that top of funnel brand awareness and, and what I call the consideration or the social engagement phase there. So the majority of videos for the purpose of content marketing are used in that stage. Again, not surprising. As we move to the buying stage or the uh, conversion stage of the customer journey, 16%, and then the post-purchase training or customer relationship, only 15% of respondents there. So again, really recognizing that the, there's value in video as a content marketing tool in the top and the middle of the funnel. And that's where most organizations are focusing their time and attention. But I think that the uh, the rest of the funnel is potentially underutilized in many cases. So don't forget about the power of using video in the conversion and in the advocacy stages of that customer journey as well, because it can be very, very powerful. The next question here also on page 12 was regarding video, what results are most important to your organization at the present time? And the majority of, uh, of answers here, in fact, it was split between creating human connection and informing their customers. So again, that's top and middle of funnel um, goals that can be impacted by that human connection, that emotional connection that video can create and educating, informing and inspiring people, which is in that middle of the funnel there. So the, the way that businesses are using video across their organization really aligns with that top and middle of funnel as we've discussed there. All right, moving along, if you're watching on the video, we are now on page 13 and the question here was which of the following statements about, about video in your organization is most accurate? And the four statements uh, they gave to choose from was our key audience consumes videos, but they don't seem to prefer video over other content types. Or our key audience seems to prefer videos over other content types. Or our key audience seems to prefer other content types over video. Now, have a guess which answer do people most 
respond to according to these three questions? Well, it was not surprisingly, 43% of respondents said that our key audience consumes videos, but they don't seem to prefer video over other content types. Now, why I say not surprisingly is because video is just one of a content type as part of a marketing mix. It can't be seen as the be all and end all. It needs to be, um, you know, considered as part of the overall marketing strategy for a business. Now, many people do consume videos and they do prefer videos, um, but they also can get their information from other content types. So there was still 31% of respondents that said that their audience seems to prefer videos over other content types, but the most of the respondents said that they they consume video, but they don't necessarily prefer it over other content types. So the key takeaway here is to consider video as part of a marketing mix. And the phrase I like to refer to is everything's better when it works together. So think about video in that respect as well. Let's go on to the next question, which was asked, is your organization using existing videos to its full potential? And the big overwhelming majority here of 66% of respondents said that not yet. Their organization is not yet using video to its full potential, but they say we're getting there. Not yet, but we're getting there was 66% of respondents. So there's still a way to go. Businesses are seeing the power of video. They're using video across their organization, but they're still trying to figure out how to use videos to their full potential. And this is where it really ties into their questions on page 15, which is where we see it clearly demonstrated that a video strategy is key to video marketing success. So the question that was asked is what results are organizations getting with their video? And 70%, the overwhelming majority said that they're getting average results, that it's just meeting their expectations. But they went on to ask the following question around what would your organization need to get better results with video? And 59% of respondents said that a video strategy is needed to get better results with video. Only 15% of uh, respondents said that they're getting excellent results with video. So there's so much opportunity here for uh, businesses and organizations to improve in video strategy and for video strategists like us to come alongside and help them get there. The survey then went on to ask how organizations measure video success and I think this is a bit of a flawed question, in my opinion, because when you're talking about how organizations measure video success, what they're not specifically clarifying here is success in meeting a particular goal, because you can't really define success without really understanding what was the goal for the video in the first place. So with 71% of respondents answering this question that they used view count or the total number of views on a video as one of the key measures of success, Really, that's not understanding first, what was the goal for that video? Was the goal awareness or, or exposure to the brand? Well, then yes, you probably should be measuring view count, but you probably need to be measuring something else if the goal was different for the business as well. So you can see based on the responses here that 71% measure view count, 65% measure engagement or comments and reactions, 62% measure watch time. So all of those common metrics of success that we align with video are being measured here. But the important thing I want to just stress here is that you need to be measuring the metrics that matter for a particular goal for a video. And we've talked about that in other episodes of the podcast in the past as well.
Okay, so next, let's look at how much organizations spend on video creation in one year. And of the respondents of this survey, over 44% said that they spend between $10,000 and $100,000 or more. So the majority are actually spending less than that $10,000 in the year. So a bit of a spread across organizations. And as we looked at the, the range of businesses that filled out this survey, they were quite a spread as well from micro businesses up to enterprise level businesses. So probably not surprising that the, the budgets allocated to video are fairly widely spread as well. But with 46% in total spending uh, between $9,999 and less than $5,000. So uh, not surprising there. Let's move on to see how video budgets are planning to be increased as we move into 2023. So 42% of marketers said that their 2022 video budget was more than their 2021 video budget. So you can see budgets are increasing according to these respondents. And 64% expect that their video budget will increase further in 2023 as compared to 2022. And 26% of those expect it to increase by more than 9%. And overall, 74% think that their organization need to invest more in video. And of course, I agree. I think all of us watching this video and listening to this podcast agree as well that more needs to be spent in video as an effective form of content marketing. And as we wrap up the survey here, as we get into the final pages of the survey on page 20, in fact, the question that was asked of marketers was an open-ended question around what are their organization's biggest video marketing challenges. And I've highlighted some, if you're watching on the video here, I've hi highlighted some on the screen, but I'll read out a couple of responses for you as well. And one respondent said that being able to plan and strategize the right videos versus servicing the flood of video requests that come in is their biggest video marketing challenge. Another one responded to say that there were two key things, a cohesive strategy and consistency is their biggest challenge. And another respondent said that they're organizing and coordinating internal resources to put together a program and collect information to produce quality content because everybody is always busy and a video strategy requires commitment and time of people who know the subjects that we want to talk about. And finally, another respondent said that we don't have clear ownership and processes yet, which means that no one really owns the video strategy. And so things are usually made per need. So, so much opportunity for video strategists to be guiding and assisting businesses as we move into 2023. I want to thank Vidyard and Content Marketing Institute for putting together this research and bringing it to us in a way that helps us as video strategists communicate where businesses' heads are at with, with video as we move into 2023. And of course, if you want to get your own copy of the report, um, the links to the report on Content Marketing Institute are below this video or in the show notes for this episode as well. So, Thanks for joining me. Thanks for watching. And I hope you've got insight in this 2022 video storytelling and content marketing report. And I'm interested to hear your feedback as well. What insight did you take from this report? How is it going to guide you as you move into 2023 in your role as a video strategist? So let me know. All right, guys, take care and I'll see you in the next episode.